Welcome to Mended Teacups. Molly and I are together online, separate. <laughs> We've both got our cups of tea. I've got a lovely mint tea here and we're ready to have a chat with you about some of our home ed experiences. But first, Molly, how are you getting on these days? Oh, well, it seems a while since we did a, a last podcast, doesn't it? So it's really, really nice to be doing it again. And I've had quite an eventful couple of weeks, actually. I've been a bit coy about this because I just thought it would never work out, but it does seem like it has. And I've got a storybook being launched at the end of this month, end of September. Uh, it's one I wrote a long time ago um, and then uh, took a while to find a publisher. Uh, it's a story about adoption. Um, some of you may know we have a mixture of adopted and birth children and I just felt there was a real gap in the market a to uh, help families who are going through adoption or thinking about adoption to be able to prepare any children that they have for an adopted sibling um, but also much more widely there seems to be a real gap in the market about um, for, for storybooks where adoption is kind of like the main theme um, and there's lots of books if you go to the library about really important themes like disability or race or um, blended families or kind of loss and bereavement um, all sorts of really important subjects and stories that, as we know because we're home educators <laughs> we know stories such a powerful way of being able to communicate different truths and, um, and helping those readers to be able to get an insight into somebody else's life and someone else's journey. But there's just very few about adoption. I think Anne of Green Gables comes to mind, but that's a long time ago. <laughs> so, so I've written a story, which is, it's in three chapters. It's kind of a, it'd be best as a read aloud, I think. Um, it's just three quite short chapters with illustrations as well, which have been done beautifully by the um, in-house illustrator. So that was quite a fun process going through that with that person, but I didn't do them. I can't claim credit for them. So I've been quite busy trying to help the publisher, the marketing team, be able to get it out. So we'll put it at the moment, it's reduced on Amazon. So it's on, it's, you can get it through any major bookseller um, around the world as well, actually, because I've noticed it's on the um, Amazon site in America, because someone asked about it. But I, we will put a link in. So thank you. <laughs> what's, the, what's the title of your book, Molly? Okay, it's called um, The Kite's Tale, so, which is a bit of a play on word on The Knight's Tale from Chaucer. So that was my, my dyslexic son who chose the title. <laughs> and it uses the kite as a bit of analogy about adoption being kind of up and down, the up highs and lows of adoption. And I guess one of the things I'm really praying is it will, at this, particularly at this time, just give a real kind of fresh vision about a kind of about family and and the healingness of family because we're all spending rather a lot of times in our families at the moment aren't we and it is it's definitely a story with some hope it's got a, a good a good ending yeah so I guess we should get back on the podcast thank you for that plug <laughs> Helen would you tell us what we're going to be talking about today well an issue that's been cropping up a few times at the moment um, is the issue of friendships for home educating children and I think with lockdown, friendships has become a bit of a more of a not an issue, but more more into people's minds about friends for their children and concern about making, keeping, how to find friends. I suppose first off, I would like to tell everyone my children do have friends, <laughs> and um, it is perfectly possible to have friends as a home educator. You don't need to go to school to get friends. Molly, yeah, do your children have good friends? They do, yes, yeah, they've always, they've always had good friends, which I've been really pleased about, but I don't think it happens. It's had to be quite intentional for my part. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, I've um, definitely I got I, intentional written down on my notes here. <laughs> yeah, 
I think if your friends are at school, they have a far bigger pool of children of, from whom they can choose, choose friends. So I think I've had to be very intentional. But I think also, I think one of the things that we've talked about quite a lot, we talk about friendships quite a bit. And, and I think one of the really the good things about being intentional is that we've been able to, to sort of talk to our children about what makes a good friend and how can they be good friends to people um, and how can they how can you choose friends wisely as well you know social media is is just about how many likes you have or how many friends you have but actually that's that's not really truly what friendship is and i think even actually a lot of what i see on disney and and all sorts of other sort of um screen things that they're not necessarily friendships that i would say a wise friendships if that makes sense so mm. i don't it, so it's where where are children getting a good understanding of friendship and who are their role models in friendships kind of thing and i so so i do think that actually one of the pluses of home educating is we can we have to be more intentional but i think that's a good thing and actually we can be a bit more discerning as well Yes, because you can help your child navigate those friendships. I mean, quite a few of my children's friendships have been there for a long time now. They've made friends when they were younger and have developed those friendships over the years, which has been really lovely. And we've been able to, as parents, sort of help navigate some of the highs and lows of a friendship when, uh, you know, things come and go, don't they? Things, people are a bit diff- harder. Sometimes it's harder to get to see them because they're diff- you know, differently uh, around and so on. I think the other thing with home educating friends is certainly what I found in our family is that as a family we tend to make friends with another family and that's been it's been a brought a different kind of dynamic to friendships than I than I experienced when I was growing up pretty much the friends I had growing up I knew the I knew them but my parents didn't really know their parents so it's a different a slightly different take on friendship and it's been quite nice to see that um, and to have that experience and sometimes there's an amazing fit so you know the the children in the family are very similar ages or very similar interests to the children in our family and other times it doesn't have that quite connecting but I think it's been great for my children to see that they can get on with other people all sorts of different people and different ages and so on mm-hmm. yeah I think I'm, I'm very pleased with the friends that my children have made it has yeah. been hard as they get a bit older the children don't come with you to activities in the same way when when you go out when they're little you just everyone gets in the car together everyone goes off to an activity together and everyone is there whereas when as they're a bit older they get to choose which activities they do so they don't necessarily get brought along into those places where friends might be made do they so much Mm -hmm. so that brings a new difficulty of getting them to see their friends I suppose but obviously the other thing as they get older they're a bit more able to cycle out on their own or navigate a bus or a train journey if they need to yes that was something that i thought in fact that um that it, 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 the dynamics do change a bit as they get older and i'm guessing that probably our journey with friendships has been a little bit different from yours just because of where we live so there really haven't there haven't been lots of other home education children around us and actually i asked my oldest son actually just his thoughts on friendships and he said really advise people to join a home ed group because he said it was so lovely when we did join beach headers and by that stage he was 13 i think and then they were sort of 13 down to three and um and he said it was just so lovely being a part of a group with people who were in the same position they kind of thought similarly you just weren't different um 
so I think that would be a, a top tip definitely and it is a it is a particularly lovely group, the one that Helen and a couple of other mums started up years and years ago. <laughs> it is just lovely. So I do, I would definitely advise that. But if, like me, you live somewhere where you can't, you can't get to regular meetups with other home-educated families, you may find that quite a few of your children's friends are at school, which is certainly the case with us. So we live in quite a small community and I was involved in a kind of toddler group right from the start. So certain so play group and that kind of thing. So I, I made friends and then those friends then became my children's friends and they kind of lasted during primary school, kind of, you know, narrowed down a little bit as interest interest develop because like you say when they're all five you can kind of have a play date and they'll play but that doesn't mean to say that actually when they're 15 they're going to get on <laughs> so um so I would say for us during the primary years even though we didn't have lots of other homeschool children around us our, our kids did have some good friendships and then some of those have carried on but certainly for one of our sons his very best buddy moved away and um and that has left a real dearth has that happened to you at all, that there's been times when your kids have gone for seasons without a really good buddy or a few good buddies or not really? I think I've been very great, um, very lucky with the, the people who've been around. One very good friend's family have moved a bit further and we do have to make a bit more of a, an effort to see them. But they're such good friends that we do that. And actually, I was it's very interesting with the whole COVID situation because that in some ways that's making it much harder to have the friendship groups and so some of our regular activities are obviously not happening those times when my children would have met with their friends and I just have to be a bit more thoughtful about that but in other other ways it's helped us because we're all using (laughs) all using our zoom and our facetime and all our different you know different video calling we're just a bit more ready to use those now and so one of my children particularly was finding it very difficult to keep up with with friends they're all doing a lot more studying and they've got various things at various times so they might be doing online classes or college classes and it was very difficult to match up um, and one particular friend was out every evening doing all sorts of wonderful things with music and drama and I think the only evening that friend wasn't out my child was out so <laughs> but they've now got to a place where they can actually regularly meet online at the very least so you know there's swings and roundabouts all the time but I think I think perhaps the issue is more in people's minds about friends because of Covid and the lockdown and the separation but I think we just all keep in our minds we're all we're all dealing with that aren't we I mean you and I haven't seen each other in in real life very much have we for for all this time and we're missing each other in real life but at least we can do this together but if you're worried about friends for that reason at the moment, this is, oh, this is hopefully temporary. <laughs> One day COVID will pass and we'll start meeting each other again. We were talking about doing the toddler friends and meeting at the park. I think sometimes with when you're home editing and you want your children to meet people, and, and obviously it's important for you to meet other families as well. I think that's the other thing about joining in with home ed group. But some of us... I was dreading the first time I went to a home ed meet because I just, you know, it wasn't in me to be out there and kind of trying to meet people. And I had to really grip my teeth and think, I'm doing this for the greater good. <laughs> I will manage. And of course, I walked in and 
everyone wasn't scary as I thought they might be <laughs> it was absolutely fine and you know you sometimes I think you have to kind of get over that initial barrier of feeling a bit scared or a bit worried about what people might think or say or do and whether you'll fit in and just go for it a little bit don't you yeah you can there's plenty of groups online where you can easily say oh you know I've got a I've got an eight-year-old who's into Pokemon would anybody like to meet up or keep your eye out for someone else saying that very same thing and and then just go for it yeah grit your teeth and meet someone you've never met before because that's where it starts isn't it yeah, say, you know, let's meet at the local park yeah I, th I think that's so true and I think you're right about that at the moment it is in a lot of people's minds and it's accentuated mainly because of Covid but I, I guess I guess that we're again talking about sort of the, the skip between um, where you can invite friends around sort of the primary school years and you can have play dates and you can be quite intentional about it and sit and have a cup of tea with their mums and you can kind of help your children to make friends but that is harder in their teen years because they, they need to find I think particularly about teens growing up they need to find their tribe often don't they they need yeah. they need to be a you know that sense of belonging and I think that can be difficult for home educated children if they don't have a lot of others around them but I so I think but I think my encouragement would be to parents who are maybe going through that or thinking that they might be going through that is that actually if if you've laid the foundations in your children for friendships if they have you know, maybe if they have siblings or cousins or you know one or two close friends that um that they they have the ability to make friendships they they can choose friends wisely then then actually they will be able to make friends again in the future they, they may well be a few years where there seems to be it seems to be a bit barren on the friend on the friends front um but actually they will be able to make friends if they've got it in them the ability to make friends then they will you know there will be other other seasons when they're in with groups of people and they they can make friends more easily yeah, so just, just to encourage parents just to hang on through that and to keep, you know, if you're somebody who prays, just pray right from the very beginning, actually, when they were little, I started praying for friends for them because I knew it was going to have to be, it wasn't just going to happen. And, and you know, God has answered that prayer, even though there have been some, you know, difficult times for one of my kids within it. And, um, and hang on there because, because they will, if they've, got it in, if they've got it in them, then they will be able to make friends. Yes, it it is it is upsetting when you watching a child and they just say i just need more friends but as my as one of my children have acknowledged it takes a bit of work to make a friend you can't just you can't just suddenly have a friend <laughs> um yeah but there's you know there's lots of places where friendships may develop aren't there whether that's whether that's in the home ed world itself and doing some of the activities that you find advertised or whether it's going out about a bit to do music lessons in music making or drama groups that sort of thing guides and brownies and those those sorts of activities that you that are available but like you say we, we if we've got the child we've talked to our children in the round about having friends and then letting them go out and make start making their own connections and understanding what friendship is all about do you think do you think there's a, a number how many friends are enough Oh, I don't know. Well, do you know, it's interesting. I was listening to something about friendships and they talked about, you know, Jesus is modelling for those of you who have a Christian faith or if you don't, you might know from your, your um, childhood years that Jesus had, I think, three really good buddies, didn't he? And then he had 12 who were 
also fairly good, but sort of those 12, like really, really good. And so, so in a sense, our society says, gosh, you've got to have lots of friends and you know, if, how many friends you got on, you know, Instagram or, or, or Snapchat or kind of thing. But actually those aren't real friendships. You actually, I think only need quite a few numbers of really good friends. And then, you know, a slightly bigger, bigger group of other friends that you also enjoy their company and do things with. So I, I think also it's about just looking at what, what we mean by by friendship as well and what friendship what it involves I don't know what do you think yeah I don't think there is a magic number is it and it dif- I suppose the other thing for fam- for parents to think about is what their children need or enjoy may or may not be the same as what they needed or enjoyed at the time because you know we've, we've got different ways of creating friendships and um, if you're introvert extrovert whichever some children need a lot of people around them all the time and the, the parent might be thinking that's crazy but other children you know it might be the opposite that the, the parent feels they need lots of people and their child is actually very content with you know a smaller number of meaningful friendships it is good when your children can make those meaningful connections isn't it i think that yeah and of course over time things happen and you know as people go through rocky patches and that may signal the end of a friendship or it may signal you know you may be able to help your child navigate that and say okay this this friend is not being very present for you at the moment but can you see that they're having a hard time with whatever it might be hang on in there because they'll appreciate you being there for them when they when they've come through it you know or being there for them as, as you get through it but you can help you know friendships do ebb and flow somewhat don't they and I think that's I've definitely seen that with um, some of my children's friendships I think the girls' fan friendships are probably different from the boys' friendships. That's another thing to manage. As a mum, you're looking at, at your kids and thinking, well, the, the differences are, there may be about male-female differences as well. So not to kind of put what you feel onto your children, but then to listen to what they're saying as well. If they're telling you this, they need people in their life. It's just praying and thinking about how that, how that can work for you. I think that's a really key point you said about um, as you sort of helping them work through friendships. I, I sometimes, you know, I think of one of the fantastic things about home ed and friendships actually, which I think is hugely releasing, is that actually our children in a sense have freedom to make friends as they are, who they are, um, and not to have to try. I think, you know, certainly some good friendships can be made at school, but I think a lot of it from what my, my friends tell me is that actually there's a huge amount of peer pressure within schools and there certainly there can be quite a lot of kind of bullying and jibing and kind of unkindness and you, you kind of have to to be and I've certainly seen children change quite a bit just because they have to fit in for survival mm-hmm. so they learn those things they learn they learn to fit in in a playground they learn to survive in a playground but actually that's not necessarily being who they are and I think the most wonderful thing for home educated children is that a lot of the time they're simply more confident you know it's, it's that same thing that someone just asked me recently well you know are you going to send your daughter to school you know because she'll be she'll get more socialization or something we, we've done a socialization thing before and I kind of said well actually it, it, it's really been shown that um, generally home educated children whenever they do go into education that they are more com- that they are more confident because they haven't have no reason to believe that people are going to be unkind to them they have no reason to believe that people are not going to accept them for who they are because they they've never experienced that and so 
yeah so I think that really have take heart and and I think also then when they do meet those problems like at um, brownies or guides or scouts or ballet or whatever it might be whatever group they go to that or church that actually we have a wonderful privilege of being able to talk our children through those issues and then take a breather and then go back in in a week's time and so they're not getting it every week if there's an issue but we have time to reflect and to be able to resolve try and resolve it and and think well why is that child behaving like this and why you why do you respond in that way and actually giving them the ability to be able to to negotiate friendships well so so I, I just think it, I actually think, despite that there will sometimes be times when it may well seem that friendships are barren, as many friendships our kids were like, I ju- actually genuinely think that the best, that it's a fantastic way of making, giving our children the ability to make long-term friendships being home educated. So long as, you know, we do go out and they have, they are able to, to meet children in other, in other environments, um, then I, I think it's a, it's a great, a fantastic way that we have to be able to invest in them in that way. So, so really, be, really be encouraged because I think, it's, I think it's great. Most home educated children are very confident and grow in, go into the world. Um, and as, as people actually who, who want to change the world, you know, because they're, they're not just going to fit in and do what other people say. They're, they're confident to be themselves and, and to use, you know, their gifts and abilities for the good of other people so yeah I think it's a very good thing (laughs) it's one of the things I love about our home ed group is you see people the children of different ages playing together you see the older ones looking after the smaller ones you see the neuro atypical fitting in and just being accepted for who they are um, with whatever issue they've got um, just being kind of taken in a stride is it has been has been great from that point of view and I would say as an encouragement my oldest is at university and made friends <laughs> so there is uh, it, it does work mm, it does that's certainly my husband the first time we went on the um, the beach cheddar and um, camping weekend and my husband was he still talks about it he was blown away by the fact that he was all these home educated children and there was like a, a wood area where they played and um, the older ones played with the younger ones and looked after the younger ones. And as you say, also that, that you know the kids who maybe wouldn't be wouldn't fit in in a school environment quite so easily. And but you know they just accepted. You know it's just people accepted for who they are. And so I think it's a it's a wonderful way of being able to bring children up. I'm very very grateful that we're able to do it. Well, I hope that's given some encouragement about friendships and helping our children make friendships in a, in the home ed world. We're really glad you've been listening and look forward to speaking to you again next time. Thank you. Bye bye.